Welcome to Knowledge Plus College, where we talk about life in and after college. Here, we're constantly taking L's, whether that's literally or figuratively. But on here, we try to break it down to three major L's, lifestyle, lows, and lessons we've been through or experienced. For our seventh episode, we wanted to sit back, catch up, and chat with you all about our current lifestyle lows and lessons. Hello, Stephanie. <laughs> it's such a weird, like, start because you have, like, no specific topic. So I'm like, how do we start this section? Yeah, we don't have a script or a structure, but this is how normal conversations should be. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's also nice to have, like, a specific topic because sometimes we like and to talk know. a lot and then it just gives us a guide to, like, what we can so we're not just yeah, like so rambling on and on. Yes, exactly. But yeah. for this lifestyle portion, I just want to catch up with you in your life. Like I want I want to know what's going on. Tell me the deep. I mean, there was my blog post, but I guess we can just <laughs> There speak. was. Instead of write. Yeah. I guess. But also we also um it's April second, you know, two days have gone by in April. I'm sure nothing that drastic happened but something could have happened in between the blog post and today tonight actually 7 48 p.m on a friday night <laughs> fair enough i can't really think of what i did yesterday other than just have my usual like work day yeah yesterday was pretty normal um yeah today today was pretty i mean i was just procrastinating all day today because it was friday so i was like hella lazy I was just stalling time, and I hope um, no one I work with will listen to this. <laughs> I mean, if they do, yeah. they might listen to it, like, way later in life, so it's, like, yeah. a big deal. Um, True. They're not going to worry about that April 2nd at yeah. 7.48 p.m. where you procrastinated that one time. Yeah, I was really procrastinating today. I was stalling <laughs> and stalling. <laughs> And yeah, and it was like, wow, it's 5 p.m. And I go out to um, this like neighborhood beer place and I got myself tater tots. With, oh, tater um, tots. Yeah, tater tots with, I don't even know what my drink was called, but it was a cider. Cider? Yeah, all you have to know is a cider. <laughs> that was the highlight of my day. I was waiting for that moment where I can just like, oh, it's so funny because I told someone at like, um, like 4.45, I'm going to step out soon. And um, I thought I was going to stay on until 5, but, like, ain't nobody, like, asked me anything. So I stepped out at 4.50. And I came back at 6.30, and I saw that she was like, LOL, I think I have five more minutes with you before you sign off at 4.55. But I already uh. stepped out. So I came back. I was like, oh, shoot, she had questions for me. But, like, whatever. It's whatever. It's I'm Friday. sure it wasn't like, like urgent or anything. If it was, she would have just left the question um, instead of just saying like five minutes with you. Anyway, I mean, she could have texted me too, but whatever. I replied to her at like 6.30, but I don't think she's going to see it till Monday. But yeah, that was my day. It was mostly just waiting for that, you know, 4.50 to step out. And I guess also like finding out about like Jenna being prego, which was kind of a highlight. I don't know, Guys. it's not my highlight, but it was kind of a highlight. Guys, literally in between my work, I was like during my lunch break, I was watching that video and I didn't see her Instagram story beforehand. I was just on YouTube, like just looking at videos to watch while I eat lunch. And I saw that it said she was pregnant. And I was like shocked. But like, you know, I was kind of like, oh, nothing else to watch. I'll just watch her video. And I bawled watching your video. I was crying. And, like, I didn't think I was going to be emotional watching it. But, like, she really showed the vulnerability of, like, going through a pregnancy. Like, I've never seen that before. Right? Yeah. I mean, I found out differently than you. I was just taking a small little five-minute break on my phone. And I was on Instagram. And, like, on Instagram story, she, like, um, posted, like, a small little snippet. And it was, like, a tape recorder type of film vibe I can't think of it right now the right term mm -hmm. but I thought she was just like doing a short film because that's just literally how mm -hmm. it looked like like there was I didn't get a thumbnail like we're prego nothing it was just like I was just scrolling through my stories and then I saw that like little like film subtitle thing saying I never um thought being a mother suited me and then I was like well what's going on let me just keep watching and then I see her dog 
So I was like, oh, is she talking about being a dog mom? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And then um, I just kept watching. And then later on, um, it was basically like zooming into um, her, her stomach. And then I think it was going to link to the YouTube video. So that's that's how I found out. Like, I didn't find out directly, like, through a thumbnail or anything. So I didn't know what to expect. And, like, just through that little IG story, like, it doesn't really show the whole, like, vulnerability part or anything. True. So, like, it's just so interesting how, like, the way you find out about something really impacts um, the way yeah. you interpret the story, too, right? Like, had I yeah. saw the YouTube video first, I would have saw the part where she like filmed herself crying and being scared and everything but I I didn't see that first I think it made me like more emo because I was like one shocked and like and I thought it was just gonna be like a lighthearted, cute video like kind of her proposal video where it was just like really cute Mm -hmm. but then like after watching the vulnerability side of her just like one wondering if she's gonna be a good mom and then like and then later on being like no we're ready for it it was just like the whole process of it was like oh wow emotional yeah I mean that's not gonna be me anytime soon (laughs) I don't think but like it still gets to you I don't know it does I think it gets to me because like she I mean like I don't watch her like fashion videos as much as that's how I found out about her like obviously like her fashion videos actually no that's not how I found out about her I watched her like losing pounds video that was how I found out about her like she used an app to like track her food or something yeah with the black hair she had like black long hair that's actually how I found out about her but like after that it was like her fashion videos right yeah but I think nowadays why I stay watching her is really just because she's so honest about things that like make her upset or vulnerable and I feel like a lot of people these days at that age don't like sharing that side of them like they like to play it cool yeah, it is. It is hard to be like, yeah. you know, to the public, like you're, you know, not okay with this type of, I don't know. Because you're going to get judged either way, you know, and sometimes like, especially when you're vulnerable, you're not trying to listen to what other people have to say about your life. But to do that, that's like brave, you know? Yeah, she like shows all the human emotions that we all feel inside, but she like is able to share it. So it's like relatable, yeah. I guess. In short, relatable yeah. content, not like too anyways, cool for school. Anyways, yeah. how was your? Anyways, day? We just, anyways, we just are big fans of you, Jenin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Back to my you. Day, how was your day? Yeah, my day was um pretty good. I feel like it was chill compared to most days, and I was just really excited to be Friday, like any other Fridays, honestly. Um. Just super looking forward to the weekend and just trying to relax and, yeah, have my time. But, like, lately, my obsessions, I've been really, really into brunch lately. Like, I've always been a big fan of brunch, but it's, like, my newest obsession again. Yeah, I just love, like, one, the food. Some people don't like brunch, I think, because it's, like, just eggs and toast in some ways, where it could be looked simple, but, like... Sometimes it's overpriced, which I think is sometimes overpriced as well. But I just love the vibe of going to brunch, like, on the weekends, imagining, like, a sunny day and, I don't know, just grabbing coffee with someone you love or, like, someone you are close to. And, I don't know, it just feels good. And I've also just been cooking brunch, like, myself at home. I just, I just been obsessed with it. Yeah. Is there anything you're obsessed with lately? Oh, I didn't know it it died down. I thought you always liked brunch. No, I did. But like right now it's like I'm obsessed. Like at its peak? (laughs) Yeah, it's at its peak. Like it's like, oh, I want to do that every weekend, but I'm sure it's going to die down, you know? Yeah. I mean, to that point, I I think like it is like easy to make. um, Yeah. And kind of overpriced. I agree. But I think, like, I just like going for the experience. Um, exactly. Experience. And also, like, it's pretty good food. It's just really easy to make for the price that they price it at. <laughs> but I like eating eggs and stuff. So Except avocado. Eggs Benedict. I really tried to make it at home. It did not come out the way it really? would at restaurants. Yeah, That's the one thing I didn't make at home. But I make, like, omelets yeah. and, like, toast and avocado. So. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's easy to make, but the quality is also different. Like, I'm not a chef, you know, so, like, it can only be as 
good as it can be at home. Oh, that's but yeah, true. yeah. But I think it is definitely more of the experience. And do you, I don't know. I'm really into brunch. Yeah. Do you order like coffee at the brunch place, or do you go to like a separate coffee place after? I like ordering it at the brunch place, but oh, I think wow. it's, yeah, just the whole experience. But yeah, usually I think I like would have leftovers because um, I drink like water and coffee when I'm eating. So like I love getting like to go after and like walking around with it. And just, like, walking in general, like, during, oh, especially because, like, daylight saving and there's so much more sunlight, like, for longer. So I've been loving that and really, really enjoying that. I feel like that really, um, it, this actually goes into the next question I want to ask you. But I feel like the sun really affected my mental health in a good way. Like, I feel like I'm a lot happier. And, yeah, like, the last two weeks, I've been feeling really, really good again because the last two weeks before that I was having like pretty rough days um so I'm pretty thankful for um the last two days and like the good weather and everything that contribute to like my good mental health right now yeah so I want to ask you like how are you doing like mentally physically are you healthy I hope you are but yeah I just wanted to know I mean there's that question about what you've really recently been obsessed with so I don't know which question I should ask first oh true <laughs> first. Both. okay both but first first obsession oh, obsession yeah so like um me and my friend have been walking like long distances on the weekends and I've oh, been yeah that. you've been snapping at me yeah I love it I love it I love watching really like where you go yeah like the places like it's so interesting these are like places like I, I went to before like Japantown um like if you drive mm-hmm. or like bus it's like 15 to 20 minutes but now we like walk there, which is like, like forty or fifty minutes by foot. Such a good um, exercise. That's though, one honestly. way. So let's not even talk yeah. about trip. But like, because we're taking the walking route, I just get to like pick up on like little stores and stuff that I never really knew existed or paid attention to. I love that. I think you talked about that, like when you would walk to school, like in London, you would just kind of take a different route, and you would just discover yeah. like stores and stuff that you never would have if you took the tube, right? So that's exactly what I was ta- like thinking about when you were saying like the long walks, because I was like, yeah, that reminds me of London when I walked like an hour to get to school, just one way, yeah, just one way. But, like I loved it because it's like I got to take different routes and see the different stores. You know, I loved it. So I'm glad you're enjoying that because I feel like, you know, I mean, gyms and stuff are open, but it's a lot safer to like do walks with your friend. Oh, yeah. I feel so like. I've been doing that a lot. And also, like, mm-hmm. um, I've been eating outside a lot more this month. I mean, like, I used to be more of a takeout person just because COVID and shit. But, like, when you spend an hour walking, you kind of want to just sit down and, like, eat <laughs> somewhere. So I've been, like, exploring new food places, too. But a lot of them aren't really that new because I, I kind of grew up in SF. But it's a like half-half. Actually, yeah, there are some new places. So that's my recent obsession. But different experience, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, long walks. That is what I have been recently obsessed with um, the past month. Wow. Oh, the second question was like health and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when I was younger, I mean, this still is true. The sun always makes me feel better. Um, it just makes a bad day good, interestingly, mm-hmm. without doing anything. But I think as I grew older, and especially I think this year and this month or the past months, I grew to enjoy um, the dark, gloomy days as well. That's good, though. That's so weird, right? Yeah. Like, I've learned that even if the weather is shitty, um, I can still have a pretty good day. Um, And when the weather is, like, sunny, I can have an even better day. But I've learned to appreciate just normal days. Um, There was this one week where, like, there was like four days that were just kind of like hell and then like this one day that was just normal like it wasn't even amazing it was just like how a normal day should have been and I actually grew to really enjoy that normal day and even though the weather was not sunny either I just really grew to appreciate normal days that's um, crazy yeah because I've also just been like really really appreciating just like the normal every day and that's kind of like well I talked about in my March blog but like I'm really obsessed with like new routines and like solidifying like a solid routine like morning and night and sometimes it could feel repetitive and like you know you're just doing that every day but like the the 
I don't know, like the feeling of being able to go through a whole day just like normally, like is so such a good feeling. And, you know, sometimes it's like not as memorable, but like somehow I've just been super thankful for the small everyday moments. And and I think like I truly got to appreciate it like ever since COVID, you know, like stuck at home and like having a normal day is just very appreciative considering some like my normal day I'm sure is like like a lot better compared to others and I know like we shouldn't do the whole comparison thing um you know but I feel like it's also good to sometimes like be thankful for the everyday knowing that um I'm sure like you have it well yeah yeah I remember like when I was younger I didn't like normal or even like weekends I would always want to go somewhere new um and then my parents, or well, at least my dad, is like, he's a driver. So he was like, Same. you know, weekends are for breaks. Normal days are fine. And I just was like, I'm hella bored of normal. But I think at this day and age, I grew to appreciate just the normal days and the breather. It's great to have, you know, um, adventurous days, obviously. But it, it's good to have normal days as well. Mm-hmm. And I think also, like, the weather. Like, it's great to have sunny days. But I'm also okay with, like, darker days as well I'm not saying it's my favorite weather but I'm saying like I grew to be okay with like gloomy weather days and not really feel that affected by it no same I think it's not more so like I hate gloomy days or like I hate blah blah blah, but it's more that like when the sun comes out I can't help but feel like you know good and like happy and like wanting to go outside like obviously because it's sunny but I also don't think like um I hate rainy rainy or like cloudy days I think um if anything, that just, like, helps you remind that, like, there will be a different weather, just, like, how you'll have different days, and you just have to learn to appreciate the different sides of life, I guess, but, yeah, I definitely appreciate all, everything, um, but it is nice. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. Like, the sunny days really make me want to go outside, especially exactly. now that it's, like, daylight saving, but I distinctly remember this one day, um, it was, like, I walked out, and it was raining, Oh, um, that's interesting. And, I, and then I still went to go on my walk. I was like, I don't care if it's raining. I waited all work day for this one moment. So I'm going to go on that walk. So I, yes. I went back upstairs and I took an umbrella and mm-hmm. I just went on that walk in the rain. I love which that. Which is not something I would have done back then. I feel like back then if it was like really? raining, I would have just like, all right, I'm going to go back indoors and just Because it was like 6 p.m. And mm-hmm. it was pre-clock switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was March, but it was pre yeah um, daylight saving thing. Yeah, yeah pre daylight savings. Um, so I was like, it's not even that bright outside. It's gloomy up. Yeah, I, I think old me would have just went back upstairs and stayed dry. But I was like, no, nope, I waited all. I worked all day just to have this moment. So I'm gonna go and go on that walk, even That's if it's good. Raining. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. So I went out. If anything, that just reminded me of like I remember like in high school, I loved like just driving around when it was like nighttime or like during the day when it's gloomy and rainy and especially when you're feeling extra emo and just driving alone blasting music it really just gets you into the feel so like I think I love the sun but also like the gloomy days are sometimes needed in life as well yeah yeah I I agree and I think this month was definitely like a tough one in terms of like multiple aspects if you read my um, blog post like you know externally the world has been very you know upsetting in terms of like the api community and then like personally and like professionally you know that as well i'm not gonna you know start gossiping too much about the details but there definitely were certain people that got me kind of frustrated this month but then at the same time i realized that like now that i'm like in april and it's been like two weeks since that like major um what is it terrible two weeks of my life but I'm okay I'm at like a very peace of mind set again That's good. and I'm really I'm really thankful for that where I realize whenever I'm really upset about something it just literally goes up like a curve it never stays at its peak for a very long time for me at least mm-hmm. and, and I'm thankful that I can continue going back to that level-headedness because I think it'd be so tiring and frustrating mm-hmm. if I continue to stay at that peak of like yeah. you know upsetting things and I'm not saying that like I've had great weeks after because it still is kind of shit but I've kind of just not let it get to me as much and I don't yeah. really know what the magic was but it, I just kind of was like all right you know what people are still gonna you know do things I can let it get to me or I can just let it go 
Yeah. So I just let it go. It was kind of weird because um, we were texting throughout, you know, the March in March, but like we had that one period where we were both like having bad days. And I guess we could talk more about it during the load section, if anything. But it was interesting that we were going through like a hard time together in different separate ways. Um, But yeah, like I look back at that period now and I'm like at such a good place right now. Not not because something specific happened to make my life great and like it wasn't like some event happened, but it was literally like what I told you about the normal days. Like I really started just appreciating and like um, loving the normal days and then also just working on myself within to help um, go through a good normal day. And yeah, like it's crazy to like look back because, you know, sometimes when you're at the low start point in your life, like at least for me, I get really, really overwhelmed and like so clouded with my thoughts in my head. And I think like um, in that moment, you think that it's going to be for so long or like how am I going to like be able to surpass this low point in my life? And then, you know, it's just one day and then the next day and then you slowly feel better and then the next thing you know, you're actually at a really good place. So yeah, like life really is just a roller coaster, but it is hard to like, what know that there's going to be ups when you are feeling down. But I definitely do know that there will be ups um, as there will be downs. But yeah, you just got to appreciate every single day and see where it takes you, I guess. Yeah, I agree. And I think I talked about this in our last offline call, but I was watching a TED talk and something along the lines of like, you know, you know, unfortunate events can happen, but it's your choice um, to cling on to it or let it get to you for a very long time, which I, I think is true. Like things can happen to us that we can't control what people say or do to us or I don't know, losing people in your life or bad weather. Like there are things you just really cannot control but we can choose how we react to it and how long we cling on to it, which I, that's the part I think has really helped me to just kind of move past unfortunate events hitting me all the time. It's like, I can't control the event itself, but I can control how long I want to kind of stick onto it. If that makes any sense at all. No, I totally agree. And that's why I've been also working within, like, I feel like sometimes when you're at a low point, you just blame everything and you could be like, oh, it's because of this and I hate this and this, but it's it's actually more important to like, you know, one, let go of the situation. Like you said, like stop holding on to it. And then also ask yourself, like, why are you personally so mad or why does that make you sad? And then work within yourself instead of trying to blame everything. And then like, then how are you going to move on? Because you're not really fixing the problem. And it's not just going to be like always easy for you to blame other things outside. And I guess it's everything with everything. It's easier said than done. But um, I guess it's first step is just knowing that and then slowly working towards it as a goal. Yeah, I think that's so true. And like to what you said, I, I think the problem is like when people continue to blame other things and like, I know that there are things that are not our fault, so we shouldn't say that it's our fault, but blaming like, oh, why am I so unlucky? Why does this always happen to me? I think as a kid, obviously, it's natural to say things like that. But if we keep saying that, it doesn't help the situation. There's no solution. And you'll always just blame like, this is happening to me because I'm so lucky and the uh, unlucky and the world hates me. Or like, um, I don't know, I think I read in your blog post too something about like, blaming oh like the weather so I can't do my work something like that um just blaming situations on things really does not help it um I realized and it makes us ponder over the bad part more than us moving on but Mm -hmm. in short um yeah moving towards less blaming um I think has really helped me yeah and I guess to wrap it up like on how we've been I guess with life in general like always it's been a roller coaster like ups and downs but I mean it's also good that like now we're trying to appreciate the middle days um when it's not so up or so down it's just the normal days and I guess that's the hardest thing and I feel like that's what's like being grown up (laughs) in a way like trying to appreciate the normal you know somewhat boring days but you just learn to be more appreciative. 
Yeah. And you, like you said, you can't compare things all the time or you shouldn't. But like, honestly, I feel like after having a rough ass week, like a normal day is a blessing. I know I shouldn't compare it, right? I know I shouldn't compare my normal day with my bad day. But like, I think it helps me put things into perspective and just be more grateful. Yeah. And I think like, you know, how I guess in some ways a comparison is needed because like if you're always having bad days, how would you know that's a bad day? You know, and if you're only having good days, how would you know those are good days? So you, we need that good and like the bad days and the good days to really compare. And when you're in the normal day, you know, you're more appreciative than be like, oh, okay, this is a normal day, but I'm glad that it's not a bad day. And I you know, I guess in some ways, like comparison is okay. If that makes you feel good at like the place you're at right now. See, I think that's so true. And like, there's this quote, like comparison is the thief of joy, joy. which I agree with. But at the same time, I also mutually agree with that comparison is necessary in life with everything. Like, like you said, how will we know the good days without knowing the bad days or even like eating food? How will you know what tastes good if you don't compare it with what tastes bad? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, or like clothes, everything. I think with everything, how do we know what's good, what can be improved, what is terrible without comparing them next to each other? Like data sets. I don't fucking know. I think comparison is needed in life. But yeah. at the same time, there's that quote, comparison is a thief of joy, which I also can understand is true. For me, I, I think for me, at least it's like comparison within yourself is good because it helps you like set like I don't know like with the days like that's how you know that the normal day is a normal day and you're appreciative for it but I think comparison with others in some ways are bad because you know like if you're comparing my normal day to your normal day like your normal day in perspective might be a lot better and so like it'll make me feel bad about my normal day you know so I guess like um like normal like comparison within yourself is okay and to a certain extent but then you shouldn't want to like compare your life with other people's life because you know everyone's different and unique and that's how it should be yeah healthy comparison versus unhealthy comparison yeah I guess so in some ways yeah Now that we kind of talked about our lifestyle over the month, I wanted to talk about the lows. Can you kind of share your lows over the month, Jen? I mean, I don't, well, the biggest low that we both mentioned in our blog is the Asian hate crimes happening. And um, it's, I guess it's very important to talk about it, but if you want to learn more and our perspectives on growing up as Asian Americans, it'd be useful for you to listen to our previous podcast episode about stop Asian hate crimes. But yeah, that's been pretty affecting me lately as well. And also just personal um, struggles that I mentioned I was going through a few weeks back. Um, Don't really want to go into the specifics, but yeah, I think I was definitely struggling with some things, which I'm happy now to say that like I'm in a lot better place now. But I think one of the struggled with was, well, for my whole life, honestly, it's just like when I'm at like such a low point, I feel like I'm just super like overwhelmed and like I overwhelm myself and I do this like to myself where I just have so many thoughts in my head and it really just tortures me and I didn't really think about it too much, but I mentioned it in my blog, but like when I was like doing this meditation app and it was saying like sometimes we're just so clouded with our heads and um like when there's so many negative thoughts it's easy it's good to like say stop to us like mentally and I had to implement that because I realized that I was just always constantly fogging my head with things that doesn't really like affect my day-to-day like daily living like it could be things that happened in the past or things that I'm worried about in the future which like I shouldn't be worrying about that, like, where it affects you, like, in, like, an everyday environment, and so I've been um, working on that, and I think um, I've been, uh, like, using that technique, and also just improving myself um, within to get to a better place that I'm at right now, but I think I will always struggle with that a little bit, but I think I'm working on it slowly um, day to day and I think it's been improving. So I'm very happy about that. But yeah, like, is there anything that you were struggling with 
that you want to talk about in the podcast? Yeah, I think mine was a mix of external and internal factors. They're like separate categories in my life. So I like to kind of think about the lows of this month as, you know, my personal life, my professional life, and then what's going on with the world, which was, you know, the API hate crimes and all the deaths and the women being shot and then spiral of articles and everything all over my feed. Um, They're like three separate pillars in my life, but then I I think they all kind of intertwined and it just had me thinking a lot about um, who I am as a person. So I don't know if it was okay for me to be associating this, but I did um, when I felt kind of disrespected um, by a couple people. I'm not going to list or go really too into detail. I was just thinking about, you know, these articles I read about um, growing up as a female and Asian um, and how people kind of see you as submissive and quiet and you don't speak up. And I was thinking, like, do people treat me this way because they think about it like that? I I don't know. To be honest, I don't know, um, and I, I'm not going to ask anytime soon, but it just had me thinking, like, is it because I'm Asian and female and people see me as submissive or don't speak up, so they think it's okay to throw shit at me like that? I don't know. Um, but that had me thinking a lot about, you know, how my life has been, how I, I grew up, and how I am today and the people in my life, both good and bad. Um, so that's that's one bucket. And then two, it was just really upsetting seeing more and more like depressing news um, in my, in my feed. Um, Anyways, there was no solution to any of, of that, but I've really just been thinking about how my Asian American identity is more than just ethnicity to me. It was really like a way of life. Actually, if you think about it, it really ties into like how I have been living my life. But um, in, in short, Um, I think at least for the thoughts things, I do overthink a lot of things as well. And sometimes I often forget that I have the power to just kind of, you know, walk away or say no or stop those thoughts. I can't stop what other people do to me, but I can stop how I think about it. So in Mm -hmm. short, that didn't answer any of the questions at all. But those were the low moments in my life. But that got me thinking, like, you know how you were saying like you w- wouldn't ask anytime soon and you would never know but like may about like how you're saying like is the way people treat me because of your Asian identity but even if you I feel like sometimes you don't have to ask because like they don't gotta blatantly say like that I'm doing this because of your Asian identity for you to feel that way like I feel like you know, if you feel that way, that is how it's being across, like coming across, like, you know, like, you don't have to blatantly say for that to be the truth. And I think sometimes like, as us being Asians, like, we feel like, oh, no, like, maybe it's not or like, oh, it's better to stay quiet. And I mean, this is things kind of, kind of things that we talked about in our previous podcast, but like, being more submissive and like, not speaking up. And like, you know, like, oh, like just walk away, be the bigger person. But you know, I feel like it's, I'm learning to slowly break that, which I mean, it's hard because it's things that we kind of grew up doing, but it's, it's important to take the small steps, which I feel like I've been doing. Um, yeah. Is there, is there anything that you want to add to that? Yeah, I totally forgot about like um, the second part of the story, <laughs> but this is the part that got me very satisfied yet upset at the same time bittersweet huh I know right that's exactly what it is but Mm -hmm. um I was reading so many articles about the depressing news right the woman who got shot and then after those you know news articles came people sharing you know what's it like to grow up as an Asian American what's it like to grow up as a female Asian American and that just got me real fired up um in short like you know I I don't like the whole submissive, quiet stereotype. Um, We should speak up. So I I spoke up. Um, I spoke up realistically about how I feel. I didn't necessarily say I feel, but I was just so honest about my situation and that I don't have capacity. And um, I didn't feel heard. I mean, like, I felt great speaking up because I finally spoke up. Like, that was amazing (laughs) on my end because I feel like, wow, you actually just let it all out. Um, But Mm -hmm. then I also you know, the bittersweet part, the bitter part was that when I finally spoke up, it didn't feel like anybody listened to me. I felt ghosted by one person and the other person 
just disregarded it. That was upsetting. But um, at least I feel like I did the best I could in the situation, which was speak up. So I am happy with my actions. I'm not happy about how other people didn't listen to me, but I'm happy about my own actions. That's really funny because I was that got me thinking about like my situation. Like I personally never really had to struggle with that at my work because I work for an Asian company and so all my coworkers are Asian and so I don't really have that um, you know, struggle. But I do struggle with like sometimes not standing up for myself. And there were times where I was like, Okay, I'm gonna be like, you know, more defending myself and not just taking everything because I have to and so I did stand up like you and you know the result wasn't the best but I at this at the end of the day I was really proud of myself for like speaking up for myself because no one is ever gonna just speak for you and stand up for you the way that you would because they don't understand you like that and if they if you don't speak up that's just you allowing them to like take it for what it is and then yeah like so even if the result wasn't the best that I pictured and like you said the best that you pictured it was fine because well it wasn't fine but like I was really proud of myself and I feel like that's what matters at the end of the day and you know but maybe slowly but surely like maybe standing up for yourself more will allow you to get the better results and so yeah you you won't know until you try and and that's what I've been doing and I'm glad that you've been doing that as well too. Yeah, I know that ties back to the lifestyle chat we had. But yeah, I feel happy about my actions. I'm not happy about like how people reacted. The stuff I can't control, I'm not happy about. But at least I can be happy that I, I gave it a try and I stood up versus taking shit in and, and not speaking up. That's just too bad. So at least I have one highlight and one low, not two lows um, in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but kind yeah, of like, those were the... Yeah, it's kind no, of like on. how people say like the the worst thing that could happen is someone say you know you know like you know at the end of the day even if it's both like the result is the same like you get a no or a question like something that you wanted like the possibility of getting a different answer and also for you to take that bravery and like stand up for yourself and the courage just makes the whole experience like better and then you grow from that you know but if you stay the same and like you just learn to listen to other people and never speak your mind and be doing that and you'll never know if there is another possibility yeah I agree and there's this TikTok video I saw I think you sent me or someone sent me about this girl who spoke up and she got bullied even more and I think that's the scary part about speaking up but then even that I think about if I got bullied even more which I didn't thankfully I didn't but had I got bullied even more, I think sometimes we forget that there is always another option, which is just to just close the laptop and walk away, um, which sucks at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. But then later on, you'll move on from it. But we, we always forget that even if that terrible situation happened to me, it's like, I can just walk away. I think we always forget yes. that we have the power to walk away, but it's scary to walk away when you didn't secure a bag yet, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it is what it is. You can't tell the fruits of your labor but you just got to know that mm-hmm. at the moment you're making the right decision yeah I agree like that was one of my biggest lessons which I'll talk about later on too but being like I was reading the book seven habits of well I'm still reading it I'm not done yet um but yeah it was talking about the importance of being a pretty proactive person compared to reactive person and it also like emphasized like that we have the control within ourselves and like we need to work within ourselves um, and not give like the outside, you know, sources like the power or the blame. And I feel like that's kind of like what we're talking about. And also like the low part, I feel like I've been a very reactive person for a long period of my time. But I think it's because like it was a self-defense in some ways. Like it's so much easier to be like, oh, like, it's, I'm not the problem, or, like, even if the other person was a problem, it's not just the other person. It was, like, a mixture of everything, including myself. But it is easier to be, like, oh, it's because of the weather. Oh, it's because that person, like, didn't do it the way that I wanted to, or it's because of outside factors instead of, like, saying, like, oh, maybe there's something that I need to work on. And, yeah, I think, like, through the lows, I realized, you know, sometimes, like, it is – me like it is me blaming other things and I should be working within myself 
to fix the negative thoughts and the negative energy that I have within myself. And yeah, I really saw that this month and I've been trying to fix it um, slowly, but surely. I agree to all of that. I watched a video, something similar to that, but also not. But sometimes like maybe someone really did treat you wrongly, right? Um, And there's, you shouldn't excuse them. That's not what I'm trying to say, but you know, if you take ownership and responsibility, you can control your own life. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but when people do stuff to us, we feel like they have so much control over us because, like, they just threw that on me. They just insulted me. But then instead of blaming them and just, you know, maybe thinking, like, I just won't let small things get to me anymore. It's it's my fault, even though it really kind of wasn't. But at the same time, maybe it kind of was. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Like, I think there's so many great examples in the book that I'm just forgetting. And I just honestly recommend everyone to, like, read the book or, like, any similar um, podcast like you said like you were listening to or like videos but yeah like even if you are in like a negative situation where like like literally the other person is to blame there's still things that you can work within yourself because you're somewhat giving it power to and I know that's really hard and I don't want to say that like to like misundermine like other people's like experiences and like negative situations but I think I'm just saying that it is better to like work within yourself and not give the outside factors the power, but it's hard. Like every situation is so different, you know, it is. And they are possibly wrong for every reason you think they are wrong. Like, I'm not like, if someone did something terrible to you, they are probably terrible people. I'm not saying you should blame yourself. No, like that's not what I'm going to say, but just taking the control back from them in short. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like it's just easier to read the books and the videos and podcasts. That, it like, really is. I really have some examples I can't think of yeah. right now, but I watched a video yeah, that said something exactly. similar. Like really goes in depth to that specific um, topic. I feel like, you know, later on, maybe we can release like an episode that like after reading more and like le- listening and learning more. But yeah, that was a big low that we're bringing into a lesson and helping us grow. Yeah. we talked about our lows um throughout this month and our past weeks in our lives let's talk about the lessons I feel like we really touch upon it through the lifestyles and lows like always but it's also just good to recap the things that we learned so is there anything that comes to the top of your mind yeah I think um in terms of just um work and professional life and projects I think small steps really do make a big difference. I feel like I've always been the type of person that very meticulous and wanted to do big things um, and overly prepare, which I'm not going to change. Obviously, I do like doing that stuff. But this month really taught me that like little steps do go a long way. Like you don't always have to take a big jump. You can do little steps and you're still moving. You're doing the best you can. And I, I say this because um I actually had a friend who is like starting a nonprofit actually to combat against like Asian um, hate, which I think is amazing, by the way. That's props, crazy. Props, yeah, I props, love that. Props to him. I don't think I have the capacity to do something like that right now. Um, so I just kind of shared posts throughout the month. The, mo- the most I've ever done, I don't really post on Instagram story for those who know me. And that's a small step compared to his running a nonprofit. Um, But then I realized like small steps do make a difference. Like I had a lot of people who I haven't talked to in years um, comment on those stories and like um, they reached out to me and they ended up reposting it. Like people who are not even Asian, um, which was actually really um, empowering to me actually to see like my non-Asian friends like post all these like um, API resources. Um, And it's the stories I posted actually, they just reposted my story, which I was like, oh wow, like the small steps I I did actually did make a difference, even though it's not like, you know, launching a nonprofit like my friend did. And the same thing at work, like I I used to think I had to build these crazy big campaigns. And now I'm just thinking about like, little things here and there, like just little alerts or banners also make a difference. Um, It's not always about the big things. It's nice to have the big things, but baby steps will will get us where we want to be as well. So that's one lesson. I love that. Yeah. And that's definitely something that I really think about. But 
that's such a good lesson that we could all implement because sometimes it's so much easier to like see the big things that you've done or the big steps that we forget small steps or like small things that we did and like you said like we said before like yeah it's great that um, your friend opened up the nonprofit, but we shouldn't be comparing like my efforts to other people's efforts but I feel like it's good to be inspired by him you know like it's so great that he's done it and that really inspires me to step up my game but I think like being inspired is great but you shouldn't like blame yourself for like not doing harder you know but yeah it also is, it was great to hear that like your post like makes a difference like impact and difference I feel like um I've also been reposting a few things and honestly it's so heartbreaking to like like have to repost and like watch so many I've seen so many posts on Instagram and I'm glad that it's getting like some attention from other people and like getting you know spread out so more people know about the Asian hate crimes happening but it's so heart like heartbreaking and it's sometimes hard like sometimes I feel like I need to step out of social media because I can't it like breaks my heart a little too much that I can't like focus on my work or like do other things because I'm just devastated and scared of what's going on and honestly oh yeah like lately I've been pretty scared and if you know me like I'm very nonchalant and like I'm like you know like I just think of the positive in life and I think like nothing bad will happen well not nothing bad will happen but I try to pretend that like everything's great but recently like with the news I've been super scared so like my family have been like we used to go on walks every night after work and we've been limiting that and also I bought a pepper spray because I've been pretty scared and there's sometimes like you know sometimes I'm alone or like I'm doing things alone and like I just want to be better safe than sorry so yeah it's crazy that I have to take those small like I have to take those precautions, but in this day and age, it's better to better safe than sorry, which is pretty scary. But yeah, it it sucks um, that there's so many news happening even today, and you know I don't know when this will stop anytime soon. But I hope that with each day it gets better. Yeah, um, another lesson that I learned. Um, kind of everything that we talked about is so I'll go short but it's one like taking each day um for what it is and being faithful for the normal days like you said it doesn't have to be the high days or the low days but just appreciating the normal every day which I've been doing and then two I talked about it in the lows but being a proactive person than reactive person just really trying to work within myself to be proud and stable with who I am that I'm not letting the outside factors affect me personally and who I am because no matter what the outside changes I'll just be myself and yeah I can't really think of the third one yet do you have a second one second lesson that you want to share yeah I'm not really sure if it's a lesson or just like a realization but if you guys read my post like an old friend of mine passed away this month which was like very surreal because, you know, I would think that people who are like, you know, much older um, would be passing away in my life, like my grandparents. Um, I hope they don't, by the way, knock on wood. <laughs> but knock on wood. But like to hear about someone who is my age that I knew. And yeah, the lesson is that we never know when our last moment will be with someone. So let's just make each of them happy and for what it is and not take it for mm-hmm. granted. I love that. Yeah, I think this happened to me like a while back. But like, I remember when I had that like one panic attack that I had a few months ago, that really like shook kind of like my life. And like, you know, it just like, in that moment, I truly thought I was gonna die, which is the scary part. And I think that made me realize like every little worry that I was worrying about, like, literally, makes no difference in like life or death situations and so that made me realize like you know the small worries in life like we should just like try to push it aside and like take each day for what it is and yeah like I just wanted everyone to have like good peaceful days I know that's hard but yeah like life is so short is what I realized like especially growing up like 
time goes by so fast wouldn't you say yeah I I think so too that's so true it's like at my deathbed I'm not gonna think about like did I submit that project (laughs) exactly I'm not gonna think about even like the cash I'm leaving behind because I can't even spend it wherever yeah that's what I'm at next it's really the people and relationships like that's the things I feel like I would regret um if I'm at my deathbed right like who I will feel yeah. upset about leaving behind, who I wish I got to have more time with, mm-hmm. who I'm really glad was not It's the people for me. It's really not like everything else, which seems like a big problem in my everyday life. But at the end of the day, it's really just cherishing people. That's what I'm going to take with my deathbed. Exactly. Like, yes, there's certain things that we can't help to stress about. But at the end of the day, we should try to not let it get to us too much and really focus on you know the things that really do matter like the people around you your family your friends yourself like loving yourself and yeah like what do you want to take to your deathbed I guess is the question yeah I think for me it's just my relationships with people and how I impacted them how they impacted me I don't think anything else will really matter at that point. Um, Money's great and all, but I'm not going to take it with me to the next place I'm at. I actually can't, by the way, (laughs) even if I wanted to. You literally can't. Yeah. Yeah. Can't take my job with me. I can't take my, I I don't have a house, but if I had a house, I can't take that with me either. It's really just your memories of people and experiences. Yeah. The relationships and yeah, I guess for me, I guess I just would want to have had made an impact in people's lives, like in the people that know me and like, you know, like a positive influence or a positive memory that we can share um, to the deathbed, which I hope isn't anytime soon. I hope. Me too. I really hope it's not anytime soon. But like, yeah, hearing that about that person, I knew I was just like, wow, that person is like our age and that person's not coming yeah, back. That crazy. is crazy. Yeah, like I feel like we're still so, so young and we are, but yeah, life is just so unexpected and that's just it's so sad that like your friend had to go so soon. Yeah, and then, you know, what happens after too? Like I feel like when I was younger, I wanted to be someone who was like remembered after they pass away. But at the same time, I'm not going to know. I'm not going to be able to check who remembered me, <laughs> if that makes any sense. But, like, yeah, his passing, I just think about, like, those different reactions, right? Like, those who were closer knew. Those who were not as close obviously didn't know. Um, so that goes to say, like, those who matter will know and those who don't matter will not that's know. True. Um, and some people will pry. And that's whatever, you know. Um yeah. But what matters to you is the people that matter yeah. to you. Like, and the you person know. who did know, I'm sure it's yeah. someone close. And that person was so respectful. Like they heard from someone, but they didn't even tell me the name of the person because they were respectful. Mm-hmm. And I want to, you know, be respectful to that. So I don't want to spread it either. But in short, those who matter will matter. Yeah. So the biggest lesson is those who matter will matter. And please be respectful of other people. So that's the end of our seventh episode. Thanks for tuning into our Knowledge Post College podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more about us, we have new content every Thursday. So be sure to check out our Instagram, YouTube, and blog, which is also at Knowledge Post College. You can now support Knowledge Post College via anchor payments starting at 99 cents a month. Chat soon next Thursday.